Hey guys. So this podcast was recorded in 2018 in a conference come expo uh, which is called Unite and it's for Unity developers and enthusiasts and for those who don't know what y- what Unity is it's a game engine where you make games basically. And even if you're not the guest okay first of all the guest we have in this podcast is a game artist um who's really beautiful and her art is really awesome like genuinely really great artist and even if you're not from this industry this game development industry we talk about a lot of general stuff about life and it will resonate with you so yeah enjoy the podcast yes it's live yeah welcome to another podcast with another beautiful guest right now we have tanya Jaiswal from Delhi who's working in Bangalore as an artist and before this podcast starts you should go and check her Behance profile out like she has some amazing art in it i i'm confused what to admire your beauty or your art's beauty i think like your beauty is more than your art but uh, like she has some hyper realistic uh, renders and it's just not about the hyper realistic because a lot of people can do that but in that renders there is also her own style and there are and it's very evident uh in other art he has she has done so you should go and check her profile out her behance profile that's tanya jaiswal and uh, yeah so she works in a game development company and she's a game artist and yeah tanya tell us something about you that was a very interesting introduction man it's like you were trying to get all pumped up about me and then you're like oh jaiswal jaiswal yes i was just like uh, trying to remember your spelling because mm-hmm. i wanted to say the spelling but i, I couldn't recollect so like i just said okay jaiswal and then pampering me up like she's so amazing so yeah amazing. like that you know uh, i didn't relate your work with your beauty oh because in my experience cheesy lines <laughs> in my experience first of all i've not seen uh, like women artists who are into games okay. that's very rare to me and plus they are artists like i've seen uh, women that are programmers mm-hmm. in, in my, even in my college so you are like everything you're beautiful plus your art is beautiful you have your own style and your like skill in that hyper realistic renders and all very different from what i've experienced that's very very different from what i've experienced so my mother is a programmer yes but most programmers that i know are generally male but then the thing is most people i know are generally males okay. so yes that works that way uh, but you are right it's very difficult to find female gamers yeah. or females who are encouraged to play games mm. are encouraged to you know go out and explore have an adventure yeah so even for the art industry we do get female uh, mentors female colleagues female people but it's a lot it's a society thing so the society breeds a lot of girls to be very de- delicate a flower mature sushil bahu but when <laughs> it comes to taking that all those elements professionally so growing up everyone i know would have learned bharatnatyam okay. or some form of an art painting classes gaye honge or try to sing act but as they grow up go to college when it comes to having a stage presence hmm. when it comes to being bold hmm. 
uh, a lot of families just go no now you've grown up now these things are not supposed to be your forte yeah now you're supposed to become a doctor become an engineer hmm. or become a housewife so that's pretty sad and it's slowly getting better but how was it for you in delhi for me in delhi so delhi was pretty chill so uh, for me i was in delhi till my 8th grade hmm. so i had all my extra curricular in the school itself so my school was pretty amazing so i'm from uh, gps which was gurugram public school and now gurugram is called gurugram do you know what gpl means gpl no okay you should know that i'll tell you after this podcast but uh, do yeah. you want to tell the listeners what it means i mean you shouldn't deprive them of this <laughs> it means ganpela <laughs> so when you said gps i i heard gpl and the second time like you just you told the full form right then i knew so uh, yeah so i should tell the audience that she's not the social bahu kind of a girl like she has a very punk hairstyle hmm. i'm a very punk punk person so the thing is again the sushil wala thing so um, i think you're seeing me right now but a couple of months back i had hair to my below my waist okay so like and it's only in college that i started shaving my head slowly okay. by slowly like being empowered enough being bold enough so that's something that's growing up like we were talking about art music or hmm. things like these or why women are in this kind of industry less hmm. it's just that growing up people just want them to become submissive then stop yeah. being as bold or hmm. if they're bold go all out and get the vulgar kind of bold so it's very difficult for at least the oldsters to be shown that it's not just black and white there's a huge gray area in the middle yeah so you're an example of that i yeah i think i am i think a lot of millennials are all those examples hmm. like i have a lot of female friends um who are bold uh, have amazing lifestyles have an amazing amazing inner beauty where hmm. they're kind empathetic but professionally bold they know what they want and they go get it so they're not sacrificing their personal life because they have a professional life they're yeah. not sacrificing their professional life because they have a personal life yeah and they're not being forced into situations where they must do something they're making their own life choices yeah like generally i what i observe men's uh, struggle with this like balance Mm-hmm. between the family life with the personal life and the professional life mm-hmm. some of them are very you know they are into all like professional life most of them are actually mm-hmm. into professional life but it's good that girls are st- balancing that mm-hmm. so what brought you to art so the thing is i've always been into art but uh, that's a very deep conversation so when you are in 10th 11th 12th during that time you have to pick something from the wide array of things mm mm-hmm. and in the beginning it's not wide the first choices you're given is beta science karna hai arts <laughs> karna hai commerce karna hai so it's like science arts commerce those are three lines that you just look at as boring boring and unappreciated yeah and no matter where you juggle it even if you're let's say even if engineering is not um boring for you 
even if uh, boring is something else yeah. you would still have the first glance at it as unappreciated because in a broad spectrum of things everyone is everything hmm. so everyone you know would be an artist of some kind an engineer of some kind good with a businessman of some kind but yeah. when you start looking into the depth of things when you start asking yourself okay fine am i interested in science i am but am i interested in science to do it 9 hours a day every day and mm. enjoy my life while doing that so how did i get into arts is um so my parents or rather i was very confused during my 11th grade as to what i want to do you did 11th in what i did i took science up you took science because um even in 10th i was so confused and my parents were like if you take science you have more options open to you same i'm like how how does that make sense I'm not. so they like just think about it i'm like okay rather than thinking about it in terms of that i'll just look at the subject matter and see if i want to study that so when i looked at art i saw a lot of history and hmm. history is something i was very interested in but this was a very different kind of arts and then a different kind of pressure that if you take arts some doors will be closed so anyways i ended up taking science and shit confused out of my life as to what i want to do next one thing i wanted to know because of how much my parents were forcing me to do engineering hmm. because of that i did not want to do engineering yes and there were teachers nailing it down like your daughter's good in studies she's good in science make her do engineering i'm like okay now that you're forcing me that is not an option anymore <laughs> yeah same like i think that's common with all the millennials mm mm-hmm. that's very common with millennials even i i'm like that mm but uh, like my parents have has started uh, you know like accepting me the way mm-hmm. i am like my father wouldn't buy all these instruments like podcasting instruments mm-hmm. before but he he has understood and he also gave me his laptop to record mm. this that's pretty cool dude for me also i had it easier than other people like for example my parents have been very open and accepting about who i am it's just that in 10th and 11th they freaked out because i had no idea what to do mm. and they're like okay this is the safest bet my mother quit her job because i did not know what i wanted to do sat down with me and we used to go to a workshop every weekend hmm. a different workshop so i always knew i was into story telling story telling wow so in 11th grade in 12th grade i attended two weeks each year two weeks uh, workshops with times of india where i got a couple of awards as well for journalism wow you've been around for a while yeah so um what happened was once I got into times in of India this is no offense to anyone but once I saw the life of the reporters on the floor the hassle of running around for a story and so we spent a week there uh and at the end of the course we were supposed to make our own newspaper so it was the team was divide the so okay wow, to give you a better glimpse there were two students picked from different districts of the same area so mm. in maharashtra from my district me and one more girl who was my senior we were picked from our school and we went and represented our school but you said maharashtra maharashtra so i this is in 10th so after 8th i'd switched yeah. to pune like okay. my parents had moved there so i was studying in pune after 8th got it so um yeah so once we went to the workshop 
towards the end we were supposed to make a newspaper hmm. with relevant info from the world have comics and everything and as i was writing all those reports for the newspaper i kept hearing people who were you know experienced 10 years in the industry come read the articles and they're like no 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 you can't do that hmm. you can only report the truth as it is you cannot try to make an impact to the world you cannot try to shift it even a little you cannot be biased and if you are in this to make a change aggressively you can't you have to be neutral about it and you right. have to answer the four what's and i was like it's no, fair on both the sides actually it is fair on both the sides but i went in as a storyteller oh wow and i realized that i'm not telling a story i'm writing facts yeah it's not even the history wala story Got it. so our history Got it. is also a story on the winning side the history is never facts yeah. but newspapers are trying to be facts hmm. so i realized i am very much into writing but not the kind of writing that will get me paid instantly got it or not the journalism media kind of thing i so i was like okay i need to find writing another another source hmm. way full way and so what ended up happening is i wanted to take up arts i wanted to take up writing i wanted to take up fictional writing and then one of my family members flew in from america sat oh. down with me who taken arts he's like you're going to regret it for your life he's like i came all the way from there and i'm like you came all the way from there to tell me not to do what i want to do yeah okay i'll find something that i want to do even more yes so uh so there were so many things i was interested in Cr- criminal psychology psychology animation movie making film study uh color theory art painting writing storytelling how personality works and i just could not find the right mix till uh, i attended this another times of india workshop so i told you during this time my mother had quit her job hmm. just to take me to different workshops and i'm okay. very grateful for that because i would not be here if my mom did not prioritize me on top of her wow. so, that's a good mother though yeah <laughs> <laughs> my mother is an amazing mother so um we went to this workshop that was just for career meets so basically just like igdc or any event like this except there's only one hall and everyone's in that hall and for one hour there'd be one personal from uh one career or one profession come to the stage and talk about what he does hmm. how much he makes what is his lifestyle what is the pressure like why is he there hmm. so we met i met game art people i met animation people i met film art people i met musicians and when i saw there the so when i was looking at animation before i was not looking at it as something i could um make a living out of hmm. i was looking at it as, as a hobby but unsure after the specific talk of the relative coming from us saying don't do art I was very skeptical about how to go about it and support my family later on. So the uh, there you go, gaming coming in picture. Yeah, so the gaming is gonna come in picture after I finish my education of animation, which is okay. very funny actually. 
Sure. Um, I can relate a lot with you. So I, you, I, I you might not be knowing this, but I am into music. Mm-hmm. I try to sing, try to sing, and I'm learning guitar. Mm-hmm. And when I, so I after my diploma in computer engineer, mm-hmm. I took a drop, year drop to mm-hmm. di- to do this, mm-hmm. and. All my friends and relatives were like that only. Hmm. Like they didn't say that directly. Hmm. They never say this directly. But they they ask ask such questions that you can feel what they mean. They are mean. They actually hmm. mean. So change nobody likes. Hmm. And uh, I definitely get that. You know yeah. what? It's gonna get really get really get better if you just get a job afterwards, and you just look at them like, hey, I have a job. So yeah, all, in yeah <laughs> I have money, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah. So in the end, they just care about if you're making money or not. So what br- uh, brought you to gaming? So from so, art, yeah. uh, you were in- interested in storytelling mm-hmm. and all that. You've said like personality yeah. uh, and all that. And now you're in gaming. Yeah. What are you working on right now? Just, uh, okay, let's start with that. All right. So uh, I'm working. So we're just going to release a game on 20th December. So it's called Winter Tune. And it's a very narrative. It's a storytelling game infused with music so it's hmm. like a musical it's oh. based on uh, basically it's ba- about a boy hmm. and the stories around all the christmases he's lived so the story revolves around the 90s like um, so this is world war 1 time hmm. and uh, this is the life of a kid during that time and the kind of hope and distraught he is like hope coming in life even when you have nothing hmm. so it's a story about hope it's a story about a child through all the Christmases he's lived hmm. and it's highly influenced by music it's a musical game basically when you said World War 1 and when you said musical hmm. like I can feel how good the game can be like if correct time and work is in a you know hmm. involved engaged in the the development of this. I'll mm-hmm. be waiting for this. What did you say? Winter Dune. Winter Dune. So there's a website that you can check if you want. It's called wintertune.com. And uh, so we're hoping to release the game pretty soon. So the thing was, we had only one month to make this game. So mm. uh, we were very excited. So what happened is we got an idea pretty close to Christmas. And the story was around Christmas. Mm. So it's based on true life events hmm. which happened around Christmas so okay. which is why we really want to release on Christmas and we were like okay we have one month to finish this and everyone just got fired up I've been working 22 hours a day no weekend for the entire last month to be able to finish it and now it's slowly gonna go on the Apple store and okay. get published and get released there you go. There's your proof. Like you work 22 hours for something. Yeah. Doesn't matter now. Like who were who were those people that were telling you to, uh, you know, not come into art. But you dedicated 22 hours, right? So it doesn't matter. Like the output doesn't matter. But you you enjoyed 22 hours. That, that holds more value definitely, than. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's the satisfactory feeling that you get before bed. Like no matter how sleep deprived you are, how tired you are, when you're going to bed and you're like, yes, I did something today that That's makes the best me kind of sleep. feel alive from the inside. Yeah. Like makes me feel like I really did something today. So hmm. you, I think you have the best sleep when you do that. And the next day, the worst day, because you're like, I'm not alive yeah. enough to make something live, but still the best. You're thing. like a zombie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like 
so uh, at least so how we planned everything was during the pre-production time which was the first few weeks everything of the game was planned put into pencil put into things so when production came even if you're a zombie you know exactly what you have to do because you've made a plan for it so planning is very important planning is very important scheduling is very important uh, we were making a run for it at, for this game like uh, so i was also acting as the art director i had some artists under me i was hmm. also helping with the ui ux i was making sure the game had a integrated look and the story for all aspects which meant me as an animator i was only getting one animation per day which is 24 frames per second hmm. so one day to make more than 1 minute so you're drawing 24 frames into 60 24 frames into 60 that's a lot of math just a sec 24 into 6 it's 6 fours are uh, 24 4 to carry over 2 6 are 12 1 4 0 Hmm. Is that right? One four four zero. One thousand four hundred and forty frames. For one, yeah, so that's okay. Let's just round it up to twelve thousand. Oh, like one thousand two hundred. Yeah. All right, and that's how many drawings you're making for one minute of content. For just one minute, you. For yeah. one minute of content. And you spend how many? Twenty-two hours, like. So, so the thing is, I was not just doing animation. I was also making sure the art was right. It was syncing to the music. The UI UX was. perfectly in lay so uh, we did a lot of cheat stuff to make sure everything uh, works out well everything impacts well so i'm not going to give too much away yeah no problem but <laughs> it's like an experience the game is yeah. about imparting you with a christmas experience that will show you that there's hope even when there's not i'll be waiting for the, this masterpiece to come out uh, yeah so am i Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, then please follow and subscribe and do let me know your thoughts about this podcast and any ideas you you guys have in the comments or wherever possible. Preferably on Instagram. My Instagram ID is red that is R E D underscore K A Y underscore. See you guys there. And one more thing. So this podcast was quite long and that's why I had to split it in two parts. This is the first part the second part will come soon if it's not already there if it's already there then go listen to it